Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast, episode number 195. I'm your host today alongside Fantasy Smitty on Twitter, at which is Mike Smith. If you don't know him, you'll hear him in a minute. And right now we're going to dive into the Bills hosted the Chargers. Let's get down to business. The defense didn't show up. McD took over the defensive play calling, and I guess the defense showed up second half, but I think the Chargers were more on like, eh, let's just not fuck up. So we'll dive into that. And also, we're going to close with Josh Allen, not a worry. As in, something for me, being at the game, I look forward to. And if you're wondering about Vontae Davis, that will be podcast episode number 196 as well. Because that's a very interesting topic. As always, follow along on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow Mike Smith at Fantasy Smitty. Follow me anywhere, David J. Palermo. And obviously the podcast is at Numb Bills Fan. Hope you enjoy the show. Subscribe on iTunes, wherever you find your podcast. I'm ready, Mike. So I'm pretty... I'm pretty torn what to think about the Bills at 0-2. You know, I usually try to give these teams four games or to figure some shit out. But I felt all year that this team has been sitting on their hands, putting all the eggs in the culture basket. And as we've reviewed every single episode of this podcast, as you had six picks going into the draft with the roster of developmental guys that you could have, like a Cardale Jones, a Reggie Ragland who never saw a down, um, and a bunch of people who are producing around the NFL, like Ronald fucking Darby has a championship for a receiver that's not even on a team, who is actually visiting the Eagles again in Jordan Matthews. And, you know, you see Goodwin Goodwin getting a good contract. Not even good. $5 million a year. Not much money. Jeremy Curley gets released on Saturday before this game. You got Sammy Watkins popping off. You got Mahomes, who the Bills could have fucking had. I mean, dude, this is like literally like what we feared going into the draft is the worst case scenario. I I think Curly mentioned that he was just going to quit at halftime, so they said, fine, we'll we'll fire you. So I think that's what happened. It's not confirmed. Maybe Adam Schefter might have said it at some point, but I have no other evidence whatsoever other than I made it up. So we don't know what happened with the current. I mean, situation. word on the street is, uh, you know, Vante was out because he got a text. I heard he brought his phone at halftime, and it's Jeremy Curry like, bro, what are you fucking doing, man? They just, like, you were just fucking bounce. Well, well, yeah, I'm getting wings, man. Your wings are getting cold. We had a fucking bet. We had a fucking want, bet. He wanted to, uh, he wanted to play a game of Madden at halftime. He's like, dude, bro, dude, it's not gonna get any better, bro. Just come on, bro. Did I, I I don't know, man. I just feel like that whole situation, which we'll dive into, but like a little teaser about it. Like, you want to talk about the organization looking like a fucking mess? Like, how do you hide that? Especially if, after the whole Richie Incognito debacle of of him all of a sudden retiring because he, he fired his agent after they, you know, restructured his contract and shit. And, you know, the whole trading Cordy Glenn thing. Like, there's been a lot of shit. And... I don't know, man. This Vontae Davis thing is weird. I really thought Jeremy Curley, it went under the radar because the game happened, you know? Yeah, your beard's but, weird. But, dude, Jeremy Curley getting caught, like, what are your thoughts on that? The Bills lack weapons offensively, and you could almost say 
that because they can't hold the drive together offensively, like they can't run the rock, dude, that you could almost say that that really is obviously holding the defense back. But the fact that the defense can't even stop a damn fucking nosebleed and Tremaine Edmonds is just exposed and the safeties are staying very high. And it's like, it, it just, dude, I don't care who you got in there. You are not leaving Tremaine Edmonds as a middle linebacker and a start point for the receivers. They're already having momentum on their drag routes right in front of them. And all they got to do is one cut. You know what I mean? And they're fucking gaining nine, 10 yards. And I wonder why he was like left on a fucking Island. It felt like, you know, the whole game and, and defensively the game plan. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Like, I really don't know what they're doing. And I had a problem with McDermott when he came to the bills because when they lost Josh Norman there, the uh, cornerback there, is that his name? He went to the Redskins, and they released him off the franchise tag, Carolina. Their defense absolutely fucking sucked, like absolutely sucked. And the whole excuse out of Carolina was, well, well, you know, he had he had young cornerbacks. He had young defensive backs. I don't give a fuck. The defensive backs coach, Gil Bird, is not here anymore, and this team has no turnovers. They're very bad in the secondary. There's actually a nice article up on cover1.net called Dissecting the Bills Cornerback Conundrum, written by Jaden Saravalo. And I'm not saying it again. Jaden Saravalo. So that's up on Eric Turner's site. If you don't know Eric Turner, good ass dude. Really works well, hard at this stuff. So here's a here's an interesting poll that Todd Furman put up. Who's Todd Furman? It, Tad Furman is an analyst. Okay. And he put up should the Bills draft a QB first overall in 2019? And uh 62% of two almost 2000 votes came in as yes. So that's what uh people are thinking about Josh Allen right now. Well, since Josh the- Allen's a lot like Mahomes in the scouting reports, they say what confused me is Cardell Jones sounds a lot like Josh Allen and fucking Mahomes too, in a sense. And it's like, why wouldn't you just keep that dude on the roster? Like I, I believe they're still paying that guy. Like he was a third round pick, man. Like you want to talk about dead cap and oh, we just got to retool. It's like the, the bills talk like they inherited some fucking mess. They didn't. They actually, a coach actually came in with a decent roster. And you know what I mean? Like, things to build off of. You have Marcel Darius. How about you adjust to the player, you fucking moron? Oh, he's not our well, guy. You, well, good well, good job. Well, Starl Tule is non-existent stat-wise, which is his job. But, like, I don't know, I don't man. know if you saw this uh, in in the wire there, the Bills wire, but Vlad Dukas is the NFL's best pass blocker through two weeks he was he was rated great by uh in the first week actually so it's weird that he goes to the left guard spot and plays out of his mind i don't under fucking stand because i've been saying the whole time you don't do that you don't do that you don't do that you know but like ryan groy is still getting blown up like it, well yeah i mean they, they it, the thing is you gotta you gotta find the spot and i mean ryan groy could get sat down i mean they might be like you know we tried you here we thought you were gonna be good but and the game started, and you sucked. So um, they got, what is it, Bodine there. So Awful. Hey, I'm just saying, if you don't perform, this is something that could happen. And they switched. They switched. Um, um, they switched to Koss. So 
Um, and also on that same line, Miller is being rated quite highly as well. Um, so, I mean, they're getting their pass blocking, and that's one thing I did. That was the one takeaway I had um, on Sunday that was big. Like, there were times where he had a tremendous amount of time to make decisions. Um, I mean, unfortunately, he still didn't make the right decisions on all occasions. Um, when he had times, he had players that he didn't get it to fast enough. Um, but the line is improving. And if the line continues to improve um, and they can protect him to pass. Now, granted, there was five sacks, um, you know, but the the protection um, is better. It's much improved over that first game. Um, so if they can continue to improve and they can get somewhere between mediocre and okay, um, it could be a better season. And I know like a lot of people right now are, I've seen people saying, oh, the Bills are going three and 13 and, you know, there's only two games played. So like, you know, injuries happen, chemistry is built as people play together on the field you you start to communicate a little differently, better. Um, and once people start getting cut and moved around, benched, people start playing a little bit harder. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what happens next weekend. Right now, the Bills are a 17-point underdog um, on the road against the Vikings. So It's, like, unheard it, of. This is a college spread, dude. Like... I almost might a, just I might just take the bills just because stranger things have fucking happened, man. Honestly, like it's literally the NFL and stranger things do happen. Like the money line on that's got to be out outrageous at 17 points. You're talking normally that's like a thousand um, or it's actually like more than a thousand on something like that. But um, I don't want to be rude, but I don't really want to trigger you gambling. So should we talk about this? I mean, you're in no, recovery right now. So it's like. Yeah, I'm in recovery, five months clean. Look, I'll tell you what. Dude, I'm fucking you, proud of you, man. Like, cause seriously, you, I, I, if I you guys want to gamble, if you want to gamble, what I'll do is I'll make all my selections and just know I'm really bad at it. So just pick the other way. Cause like I did, um, you know the how they do the free pickums where you do the thing. I think week one I was like just picking the winner, not even like a point spread or anything. This is merely picking the winner. I don't even think I picked half the games right, so you can't even imagine what it would have looked like if you throw some numbers in there. It wouldn't, uh, Dude, it I'm, wouldn't gonna, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna have my dad come on the podcast. I'm gonna call his ass because all he does, like ever since I can remember as a kid, is like college football, fucking Sunday morning, Saturday morning. He's calling, getting a spread from, uh, you know, a dude. And uh, writing it, writing it fucking down. You know, he's still, he still, dude, does it by the phone. So he's got a flip phone, man. I got this dude a fucking iPad mini, right? They're like, hey, man, this will unlock the world after I give my grandma, my 90-year-old grandma a fucking iPad. And she, like, comments on photos, like, four times. And I'm like, god damn it. But, like, at least she's involved. <laughs> like, my dad, Honestly, he's like, oh, the lady not... upstairs is going to get internet. I'm going to get my, I'm going to get that iPad thing hooked up. I'm like, cool, man. I could use it to estimate jobs and stuff. But, like, 
you got my fucking iPad and I figured I'd end and give you my damn $100 iPad and, and make you feel like I bought you something awesome for your birthday, but really, I didn't have any money. All right, so the, the money line for Buffalo, the high is 1000 The low is plus 850 So, And honestly, that's not even like... It's really not even a good odd money line wise based on the number. I mean, normally if you're talking two and a half touchdowns, like in a college game, if the line was 17 points, there's no way you'd see a money line uh-huh. of a thousand. So it's honestly the money line's still not up to the actual number, but it is it is an unheard of line. Like. If you look anywhere else in the in the NFL, the largest money line beyond that is probably three hundred. So the fact that the Bills are plus eight fifty is 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 out of control. So let's um, let's figure this. Let's figure this. Let's move on from this. So obviously, if the offensive line can get his shit together, it's a well, different team. They still team. need to run block. But, they, they, but the, see. Mike, Mike they, follow me. The, the, receivers aren't, the receivers aren't getting open, man, because I'm watching Josh Allen, dude, and I got to say off the bat, dude, like Josh Allen is like watching a live Madden game. Like he's really fun to watch because he will drag a dude like Ben Roethlisberger. He will just drag. He dragged that dude for 10 yards and still tried to make the play. I had no problem with that interception because with the young quarterback, I expect that, but the game does not look too big for him at all. all. It sounds good. It sounds good. But, I mean, there were situations where if he just gone through his progressions, he could have made plays. He's still got a 57% completion percentage. Dude, there's literally nobody open, Mike. Seriously, man. Nobody. I don't know. I'll wait for Eric Turner and those dudes to come out with tape. But, like, I don't know, man. there are people open. He's just not seeing them. He's still not reading the coverages properly. They have situations where he doesn't necessarily have to even take the sack. He's got outlets, but he's not getting through his progressions fast enough to get there. Um, so he still has to develop that aspect of the game. And if he can't, you're seeing the best. Well, you may not be seeing the best of what he can be. Right. But if he can't get through his progressions, the peak is not too far away. And how did um, you feel like he looked overall? Compared I mean, to other Bills o- quarterbacks, dude, he didn't look bad. I thought. I I can't I can't you know compare him to other Bills quarterbacks because this is the first time we've seen this line protect for passing in a month. You know, you take right. the last two preseason games and the first season game and the blocking was atrocious right right um the blocking uh on sunday was exponentially better yeah and he had more time um i mean that just didn't turn to a lot of points i mean toward i mean he had that td you know that meaningless td at the end of the game um but at the end of the day he still has to get through his progressions and he's got to do it faster do you think um do you think there's any hope for the run game because um I mean some allegations of LaShawn McCoy came out today by the way I don't know if you caught saw that, that. and I it's like I don't that. even want to comment on it because I, I, it's honestly really fucked up man when the mom comes out and I thought that was the one that was or the baby mom comes out and I thought she was the one actually backing LaShawn McCoy early on and with that it's kind of like now she comes out with all these posts and stuff and 
I don't know. It almost sounds like sketchy. Like, yeah, maybe the money you offered me to cover up for you ain't worthwhile, allegedly. Who knows what it could be? You know what I mean? Like, it's not my business, but, like, it's not a good fucking look. And I was a big Adrian Peterson fan, but, like, I'm not down with fucking child abuse. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are some really steep fucking allegations to say that, like, my kid... Like, dude, that's slander. That is slander. If that shit is not true, right? Like she, the, the baby mom could like with the money that Sean McCoy has and access to lawyers. You know what I mean, dude? Like this could no, be I, this could I, be I, really it, ugly. I saw the post and I saw the picture. I mean, you know, it it all depends on what people's abuse threshold is. Like some people saying slapping a kid in the face is an abuse. Um, and it, it kind of looked like that kid got slapped in the face. Um, I mean, he, I mean, he didn't pick up a switch and beat the hell out of him. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't hit my kid, you know, I find other ways to, um, skew any, you know, negative behavior issues. There are other ways that are far more effective than, uh, you know, beating a kid. Because essentially, if you hit a kid or you slap them, spank them, I mean, you're essentially hitting somebody that's half your size who barely knows left from right. And, you know, whatever they may have done, you know, there's other ways to teach. But um, I don't know. That situation is is interesting for the fact that she did back him. She did say he didn't do anything. Now she flipped her whole story. Yeah, so I like, gave away my Instagram password. Like, what? Yeah, sure you did. Like, really? Yeah, so like, that's kind of that, fucking sketchy, dude. Yeah, that that um, that um seems weird. And like I said, the NFL nor the cops have pressed any charges on LaShawn McCoy. And I'm pretty sure they have a significant amount of information um at this time so right now i'm just gonna leave that to the cops um you know some yeah, people hopefully hopefully it cleans up man it's not good luck because i'm a fan of the man is a football player and i hope this isn't true is what you don't see is i hate when these situations happen because at the end of the day someone's lying but it's never called out upon the untold party that hey you know that was just a lie you know we'll never see that story right if it is that way um it's sad that you know people there's people out there that will make things up um just to get something that they want um and they'll literally put someone else's career life and everything just out there and destroy it without even thinking well the thing um, is though is this stuff's been filed though before this whole breaking case and then like when you read into it and you find out like LaShawn directly contacted somebody or the baby mama like that's and instead of having the filter you know what i mean the day of mm-hmm. the whole thing the jewelry thing and it's like damn dude like that it's like i don't even want to get into it because i don't know enough you know what i mean that it'll eventually play itself out but as far as winning football games, the Bills got to, like, figure out how to run the ball. You have a guy where this is the, the guy you want while your offense gets itself together. You know what I mean? So, for me, they got to figure it out. 
and I'm not impressed. I am not impressed with what they're doing at all. Like, seriously, like, offensively, eh, defensively, like, what? Like, Sean McDermott, let's dive into that. So, what do you think about McDermott taking over to play Colin defensively? They did clean up, but let's be real, man. Like, so, we only got a couple minutes left for this podcast, so let's be real on it, Mike. Wrap me up defensively with all your defensive thoughts. Just roll. Look, at the end of the day, the Bills got slaughtered very quickly in that game, and then it was almost as if they were up so quick, so fast, that they just threw it in cruise control. Um, So I can't put any stake on that second half where they only gave up three points. I need to see it for a game. It's got to be from start to finish, not when you're already getting blown out that you show up. So we'll see next week um, when when they play the Vikings. Um, But, yeah, that – that was a display of, um, I mean, it was just, it was pathetic. You know, you can't just get throttled like that. I mean, you have to put up some kind of resistance, um, and they didn't. So we'll see next week. I don't have a judgment on his play calling until I see it from start to finish. All right, so I'm worried about the secondary here. Um, they have no interceptions. The depth is obviously lacking. And, you know, Gil Bird was the defensive backs coach. He's not there anymore. And Jermaine Edmonds has been exposed. I mean, there's a clear blueprint these last two games how to beat the Bills. And it's pretty easy. But I will say that, um, you know, I thought there was some, some promise out of the defensive line, actually. You know, they had at least two sacks. One was Jerry Hughes. And, um... I thought Lorenzo Alexander played a pretty good game too, for the most part. Any thoughts on that? Uh, no. I mean, at the end, they played awful that first half, and I don't know because I felt like in the second half, um, like I said, I don't feel as though the Chargers were trying as much. I feel like they were trying to just end the game they're like look we we destroyed these guys they are not going to be able to score enough points to beat us at this point let's try to you know let the clock run as much as possible and just be done with the week without any injuries so um you know like i said i need to see start to finish not bright spots bright spots don't do anything other than you know make your stats look good at the end of the day you know what? You know what kills me about the team is McDermott talks about how young the team is, and they're like this. It's actually a pretty old fucking team, and it's like you know we have a lot of young guys in there. And it's like, oh my god, dude! Like, it's almost like we've never seen this happen before. You know, he talks to us like we're little babies, and I can't fucking take it. Like, I I feel like the fucking like I I had to like reopen my eyes. Like, why am I here? And during the game, dude. I had to leave. Like, I don't ever really leave, man. And, like, I didn't even get to see Josh Allen's fucking first touchdown to Calvin Benjamin, who decided to catch something, you know? But, like, <laughs> you know, at some point, like, I, I like Doug Marone's whole thing when he had this whole mantra of fucking accountability, okay? And, like, sometimes I feel like the Bills are just, like, asleep. 
you know, because there's some kind of funk going on. And I think this whole culture thing is fucking bullshit. I've been saying it all off season. I have friends of mine be like, man, why are you so negative? And you know what fucking happens, dude? These are the same motherfuckers that don't even sit down and watch a game now that they lose so bad. And I've been arguing with them all off season. Oh, well, I was busy doing something. Oh, awesome. Good to fucking know. Wanna bust my balls tell me to start fucking Peterman? Yeah, you Jesse Cook. You're busy putting in a fucking floor. Can't even watch this fucking fire burn. Dude, that's awesome, Mike. Game one at the clan bake. I'm like sitting there with my family. And like my cousin Ben Dole, he's like, you know, I just somebody asked, Why are you watching this shit? And I didn't even know why either. You know, <laughs> and I was just like laughing, man. And I'm there with my dad, who I happen to be with my dad watching the Peterman's first game against the Charger. And by interception three, I was already rolling on his carpet laughing and then cheering on more interceptions. And like this one, I loved watching the fucking meltdown. Yeah, I'm an asshole. The fucking coaches are full of shit. So I want to see it fucking burn down. Right. So I'm like so stoked. And then Ben said like the best thing. He goes, oh, it's like watching a house burn down. I mean, it sucks. But like, what are you going to do now? Watch it. You know, I think it was like the perfect fucking thing. And it's like the bright spot really is Josh Allen. It's just like, I don't understand how they don't throw screens. They don't do anything uh, creatively. Like, it's weird. I can't give him a bright spot until he get, shows me accuracy and ability to go through his progression. Get, get off bright the stats. Spot. And he, he actually had some pretty decent throw no what watch yeah but that's the, that's what i'm saying like dude, he's not as advertised old man like the way they made him sound like coming out of college dude, was what, that what this i'm dude trying to tell you burn, is, and i repeated that Rewatch the film you got game pass watch all of his passes okay you're gonna be amazed with some of them like wow really and then you're gonna look at the next play you're gonna be like how how why what 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 happened there? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you can't have, you can't be an NFL quarterback where you're like, wow. And then you're just like, Oh my God, what, what just happened there? Um, but uh, uh, the bright spot that I take away from the first two weeks of the season right now is, um, Harrison Phillips. Um, he's looking like a legit defense tackle. Nice. Uh, so, you know, you you scoffed at the pick. I never I fucking it. scoffed at it. It's just like, hello, <laughs> the object of the game is scoring fucking points. <laughs> you, scoffed, you, you scoffed at and the pick. And now we're looking at this motherfucker's quitting the think, team. I think there could be a player there, okay? The the real goal for how any about, draft how about, is... Oh, my fuck. You know, man, the real, I'm down with the Jermaine real Edmonds, for but they drill. really did trade up for a linebacker. That's fucking retarded. Yeah, trade, trade Edmonds oh, got torched this anymore? week. But, I love that word. But, um, yeah, it's highly offensive to a lot of people. You probably lost, you know, half our listeners. I'm sorry, but, but it's a comedic fucking podcast. Hopefully you get over it by now. But, um, I mean, obviously, the we still got Tredavious White in... He's not going to see a lot of action this year because there's no reason to throw over there, you know? He's got things on lock over there. Well, the Bills uh, brought a dude up from the practice squad today, and his name is there. Ryan Lewis. So he's put up. Him in there. Put him in, baby. But it's just kind of awkward when, like, Anquan Bolden retires, Incognito goes through some shit. 
You know what I mean? Curly fucking just decide like Zay Jones in the offseason, I'll say went, you know, a little mental. And, you know, I don't even mean it in a bad way because I have a lot of empathy for him because I think these fucking players are under a ridiculous amount of pressure and they can't help but to find out what the fuck people are saying about him, dude. Like I, I like messages coming in, you know, through the podcast on Instagram, Twitter and all that stuff. But like, dude, having like a job and stuff, I feel bad because I don't even got time to get back. I'm like, I try, what, to, I, I try to honestly, like post my if, shit in a if group. If you're talking Bills receivers, Zay Jones, I think, I think it's going to be his favorite target. Dude, you saw what I posted on Twitter, right? Zay Jones going to have a big day. I mean, yardage-wise, he did. So, Dude, well, Zay Jones that, is if, doing better. Look, He's in the right look, spots, but I'm, he I'm almost just dropped you, that ball. Z- Zay Jones... Zay Jones was open more than he got the ball. So I'm telling you, just go back and watch the film and then just it, Zay Jones was out there on 51 snaps. Okay. So find the plays that Zay Jones is out there, watch him, and, you know, count how many times he got open and count how many times he got the ball thrown his way. Can I just tell you, know? you I've seen a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL in person and I have never seen a performance like Philip Rivers. Like, that dude's accuracy is so absurd. It's like, and the way it comes off his arm, because, like, we don't see a lot of Chargers ball. You know what I mean? But, like, the way, and, and especially seeing how he throws it from, like, the upper, you know, I'm in the stadium. Like, it was just phenomenal. Like, Phillip Rivers is probably, like, one of my favorite quarterbacks ever to watch. Like, it was incredible. I've seen Mike Vick. I've seen Aaron Rodgers. I've seen Brady beat the fucking he's Bills a, a million ho- times. He, he's a future Hall of Famer. He is, dude, but he's also like the case of just like a franchise quarterback isn't always going to get you there. You have to have a team, and that's what we worry about with the Bills, and then we'll wrap on this thought, Mike, which is like a lot of Bills fans are in doubt because we see coaches now come in and they put a staff together and they crush. Aaron Cromer, boom. Let now me just ask you this guys, one you know, question, like, Dave. All right. So offensive we're line get... coach, and, and, and you know what I mean? The, the Rams are crushing it. You got Wade Phillips over there crushing it. You know what we I'm get saying, a, dude? We, let's say we get through the whole season. We just suck, all right? Yeah. And let's say that at the end of the year, the same Josh Allen you've seen on Sunday is the same Josh Allen you see week 17. Fine with that. My question is, would you draft a quarterback? No, I wouldn't. So if you see no improvement from your quarterback from game one to game 15. If he gets, if he put it, okay, 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 okay. You ready for this, Mike? So here's here's the big issue I had with the Bills drafting a quarterback in the first spot. In the first place, right? When we were talking draft time, you and I have been friends now with this build stuff for fucking years, okay? It's just, I want to have them set up. What does that mean by set up? A quarterback being set up means having a quarterback's coach with a hefty amount of experience. Hire him. It doesn't go against your cap. Don't be a cheap fuck. Insist on it. Um, Setting him up number two before you even get to weapons and an offensive line is having a veteran quarterback that knows how to prepare And he's seen a lot of shit. I don't care if that's fucking Matt Moore. I don't care who it is. You got to get a vet vet in there that's actually done it. Fucking the dudes that they brought in don't count. All right. And then David Colley, the quarterback's coach, he hasn't ever developed a quarterback. Was he with Andy Reid? Sure. 
But like, how about a little bit of experience? This is your most important position, your biggest investment, right? Okay, well, how about we get it right sooner than later? And frankly, I just don't think Josh Allen will, I don't even know yet, but like if he fails, yeah, I'll blame the player somewhat, but it's most likely the system, the way this whole coaching is going well, down. Okay, that's all I'm saying. You, let me just read to you a quick excerpt from the All-22 review um, by Joe B. Okay, and this reads as followed. Unfortunately for the Bills, and perhaps it was to be expected in his first game, one of those players was Josh Allen. The rookie quarterback got off to a slow start, and the Bills were swimming upstream um, from that point forward. But Allen wasn't doing them any favors either. In the first half, Allen was showing indecisiveness. He wasn't seeing the entire field, and he missed some wide-open targets. And the footwork that the Bills had been trying to fix became an issue once more, particularly with him opening up his left hip when throwing to the left side. So all those things that you saw, all those improvements, it's different when you have people bearing down on you. And the reason why I wouldn't even have him in right now is because he's not ready and I don't know if some of these things can be fixed. I'm still if, on the If Josh phone. Allen is not in, dog, I am not going to the fucking games. I will tell you that now. It well, took me a lot. It took me a lot to really go to the season opener. I had thoughts of not going. Like, dead fucking serious, Mike. I'm dead tired. You got to make a fucking day out of it. I got to put more miles on the van. I got to get up early. I'm not going to be home till 6. I got a lot of shit to do. I got a lot of work. I got a lot of work to do around the house. I love the bills, but it costs me a lot of money, man. And money's been fucking tight. And I love going. And I don't want to give up my seats because I don't want to randomly fucking sit everywhere. Every fucking game I want to go to. And it's really frustrating when I had the, the wool trying to be pulled over my eyes that these people know what the fuck they're doing. And it's frankly like, Mike, you know, if Josh Allen looks like that much of a tire fire, sure, draft the next guy. But, like, I'm sick of people saying, like, no, we're just going to suck this year. It's like, no, you were set up before the draft to have well, these holes saying, fucking like, filled. And it's whole, like, what the whole, fuck? This whole philosophy. I don't want I it mean, to be hard shoot, to watch. Peterman look, is look impossible. At, look at what the Redskins did. I mean, granted, they didn't even want to keep Kirk Cousins themselves, but... They drafted. They moved up big time to get the number one, the the quarterback that they wanted, RG three, and then they drafted another quarterback right in the same draft in the third round. So I have no problem with the Bills because I mean, if they're all about competition, there's nothing wrong with drafting a quarterback first overall next year too. Because honestly, they could get an even better quarterback. Dude, the name of the game right now, Mike, with these things is like these general managers. They learn from guys who have been doing it for a long time. And the problem with that is that people have been doing it for a long time, and especially in football, it's a very militant fucking sport. Nope. I've been doing this for X amount of years. That's just how it is. Okay, cool, dude. And in my business, it's like I use drywall compound. It's like, oh, I've been using this for fucking 30 years. Well, cool, dude. How about there's this other shit that they invented like 15 years ago that doesn't require you to make an extra trip? So you're going to have that whole time to fucking pound your bag or whatever how you do with your time, all right? And now you got more time, but don't worry about it. Don't fucking use it. And it'll be like sanding diamonds to send us something a little bit easier to put it in drywall terms. It's like 
these general managers, the name of the fucking game, dude, is exactly what the Jets did with Teddy Bridgewater. We knew they were going to flip it right off the gate. He just wanted to get some fucking tape out there that he's alive, and they got a pick for him. And the Bills, I guess yeah, you could say, did that with McCarron. They, but they like, got a better pick for no, McCarron than they got for Bridgewater. They could have done a lot better with— What are you talking? Bridgewater got a third-round pick. Are you sure it was a third yes, round pick? Yes, I I'm thought it was third. a later round pick. No, and not for nothing. I don't know what they, that Bridgewater cost on the cap because I heard he was scot-free off the cap. But fucking McCarron, another dead cap, is costing the Bills money. My whole point, Mike, is the name of the game is equity and players. They're not here for long. They're not here for long. you got four years. Josh Allen, you're right. He needs to show up sooner rather than later. That's why I'd rather have him in there because, dude, the Bills have that much more of a prayer with him in the game than anybody else they can get right now. Okay? I don't know why they didn't get Bridgewater and still draft Josh Allen because Josh Allen would have fell to him at 12. And I was still fucking mad that they gave up Cordy Glenn to move up. You know what I mean? Like, But we've gone over this a million times, Mike. My point is this podcast is over and Philip is fucking awesome. And by the way, this podcast is brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports. Follow them on Twitter. They just did episode number 300 and Bill Burr called in because Bill Burr owns all things comedy, which is what Punch Drunk Sports is on for our network. And we are part of the Punch Drunk Sports podcast network, which is pretty fucking dope and coming to you soon. So... Also, I reached out to Johnny from Punch Rock, who's a big Carolina Panthers fan, and hoping to get him on to give us an inside scoop of what he thinks about the former Carolina people. Brandon Bean, McDermott, uh, Calvin Benjamin. Who else is there? Oh, yeah, Stella Tule. So we'll have that hopefully coming to you soon. And um, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you find your podcast. Please tell your friends, family, you want to support it. Drop me a line, but really just tell your friends and family. If you go on numbillsfan.com, there is actually an Amazon click-through link. And just turn off your ad blocker for a second and then click the Amazon little thingy there. There's like an icon. And if you click through it and make a purchase, there's this tiny, tiny kickback that goes back towards, you know, server space and website hosting shit for the podcast. So if you want to support us, that's a great way. Um, But... Or you can send us money. You cannot. The other way to directly support us, you don't have to make a purchase anywhere. It's just send us money directly. I believe I actually have um, a PayPal link on the page. Yeah, yeah. Just just put PayPal links. We'll make shirts for you. Whatever you want, we'll make it for you. Okay, buddy. Well, we'll make uh, Locos Dave T-shirts. You know, I think they would be hot sellers. Mike, do you want to drop a line with your businesses real quick? Just you got ten seconds. Just make it fucking tight. <laughs> you fucking dick. But, Mike's Assembly and Repair Services. Give us a call, click on Facebook, and uh, we'd be happy to help you out. And what do you do? Uh, we assemble fitness equipment, uh, furniture, place sets, sheds, all sorts of things. Anything that's got nuts and bolts, we put it together. So You've got a sex swing? Mike's got you. <laughs> hey, if you don't know how to put it together, I'm not going to judge when I come into your uh, dumb matrix uh room there so yeah mike is a judgment free zone he just shaved his beard because he wanted to wave the finger at the world and show him what a butter <laughs> butter chin is <laughs> well underneath that beard was a second chin so now i'm working <laughs> on getting rid of that <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo, dude, I know exactly what it's like, man. And, like, that's why I carry a beard because, like, my head is so big. And, like, you know, my wife calls it, like, a fucking egghead. You do have, you have, like, a moon-shaped head. It's kind of... It's elongated. Well, and dude, your that's why I have long hair, man. I look doper than uh, your fucking haircut ever. Makes it makes it even longer, dude. No, 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 man. Because you might think that there's some width underneath the hair, but there's really not. I don't know, man. Your head seems long. Okay? It's fucking definitely long. And my wife made me aware that my nose is just big and fucking useless. That's all right. And I Could can't breathe worse. out of it. I got a big fucking nose, and I can't breathe out of it, man. Like it's it's really dumb. Uh, right, well, this podcast is over. Oh, yeah. By the way, I played Man right. Online last night, and I won. And, um, yeah, I had to tell you. I want to know. Uh, I'm like, I don't know. Josh Allen had a lot of missed fucking throws, dude. Like, I know I made the right reads, but I just had to school this dude with my fucking streak with Clay going straight and just throw it over to D. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right, dog. Yeah, I just played a game with Aaron Rodgers, and my team dropped seven passes. I was getting pissed. I mean, I won the game in overtime, but I was just getting tired. I'm like, dude, these guys are not dropping all these goddamn passes. You know what I, mean? my, I don't my, care if con- contact or not. They they already had the possession, and then they get like a weak little rip out, and they drop everything. Well, let's wrap this up. This is over. Madden talk another time. Mike at Fantasy Smitty on Twitter. Get a hold of Mike on Facebook for some assembly services. Get your shit together. If anybody needs remodeling work, you can get at me too. Um, DavidJPalermo at gmail.com or DavidNumbillsFan.com if you're in the Rochester area. I do the best work you'll ever fucking see. Go tell your fucking mom about it because I'll do her house too. Anyways, this podcast is over. I'm your host, David Palermo. And as always, get on NumbillsFan.com for all the latest content. Subscribe on iTunes. Get your ass. Follow us on Facebook. I do Facebook Lives. Mike, I'll give you an administrator password. And when I get you all set up, you're welcome to do Facebook Live as well. Anytime you fucking want. And toodaloo and goodbye.